KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places. Good morning. I'm Matt Hoffman in for Annika Colbert. It's Wednesday, March 23rd. Rental assistance is ending and evictions are expected. More on that next, but first, let's get to the headlines. The percentage of COVID-19 tests that returned positive in the last week increased to 3.2%. That's according to data released yesterday. It's up from the 2.7% reported the previous week. The county reports this data on Tuesdays and Fridays. An average of 13,000 daily tests were reported in the last week. COVID-related hospitalizations have been decreasing. As of yesterday, there were 185 people hospitalized. During the recent Omicron spike, it was over 1,200. San Diegans. A San Diego appellate justice has been confirmed to serve on the California Supreme Court. It makes her the first Latina to serve on the state's highest court. Patricia Guerrero's appointment was approved through a unanimous vote by the Commission on Judicial Appointments. She's from Imperial Valley and has served on the 4th District Court of Appeals in San Diego since 2017. San Diego County has a new sheriff. Yesterday, the Board of Supervisors unanimously selected current Assistant Sheriff Anthony Ray. He oversees the department's Courts and Human Resources Division. Racial justice advocates who testified to the board said none of the candidates were acceptable. After a scathing audit of jails run by the Sheriff's Department, many of them said that the State Attorney General should step in and run the department until a new sheriff is elected in the fall. Sheriff Anthony Ray will begin his new job over the next few weeks. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by the National Conflict Resolution Center. Topics like political polarization and hybrid work policies can create workplace conflict. NCRC can help workplace leaders navigate divisive issues with the culture, communication, and conflict certificate. More at ncrconline.com. Starting next month, landlords will be able to file eviction notices for people who have not paid rent due to hardships from the COVID-19 pandemic. KPBS Speak City Heights reporter Jacob Ayer says tenants' rights groups claim that only a fraction of rent relief applicants have actually received assistance. California's emergency rental assistance is set to expire on March 31st, and rental advocates across the state are calling for an extension on the program in order to prevent evictions. Ramon Toscano is an ACE San Diego member who rents a two-bedroom apartment in Vista with his wife and six kids. My wife and I, well, we would live in the car, but you're not going to put six kids in a car. No way. Yeah, I'm worried because each day that passes is closer to the date. A recent study found that roughly two-thirds of applicants to the state's rent relief program are still waiting on assistance. The Housing Now California Coalition is calling on state leaders to extend the application period and tenant coverage for rental assistance through the end of August. Jacob Ayer, KPBS News.
Just under 800 City of San Diego employees are finding out this week that their coronavirus vaccine exemptions have been approved. Some exemption requests are still under review. Jesse Connor is president of the San Diego City Firefighters Association. He says during negotiations about the vaccine mandate, the city told them that exemptions would be allowed, but details weren't clear, and that put some employees in tough spots. He says news about the exemptions is a relief. A relief for a lot of those folks who thought that they may be out of a job, right? Because when you are a firefighter for 15 years and, and you know, you have a family and children relying on you, you have mortgage payment or, or you know, all those other bills, and, and suddenly you're faced with the, the possibility that you might lose your career, that's incredibly stressful. Those with medical or religious exemptions are required to test once a week for the virus. 90% of the city's employees are now vaccinated, but some staff have left because of the mandate, and there are at least 30 facing termination for noncompliance. San Diego is continuing its push to build more protected bike lanes. KPBS Metro reporter Andrew Bowen says Park Boulevard in University Heights is next on the list. Construction crews are in the process of resurfacing a one-mile section of Park Boulevard. When they're finished, cyclists will have new bike lanes with physical barriers protecting them from motorists. Right now, they have to share a lane with cars. Ariana Christie is a cyclist who lives a short bike ride away. She says when she bikes to Hillcrest or downtown, she avoids Park Boulevard. Always feels like you might get doored or you have to dodge cars that are coming in and out of getting takeout. Um, and visiting shops. So I think this is really going to go a long way towards improving the safety of um, biking in the neighborhood. For now, the plan is to add bike lanes from Adams to University Avenue, though the city is analyzing extending them south into Balboa Park. Andrew Bowen, KPBS News. The city of Oceanside debuted the first advanced water purification facility in San Diego County yesterday. KPBS North County reporter Tanya Thorne tells us about its expected impact. Water that was once imported from hundreds of miles away will now be supplied locally. Pure Water Oceanside is the first facility of its kind to go online in San Diego County. It uses advanced technology to turn recycled water into locally sourced clean and safe drinking water. Pure Water Oceanside will provide more than 20% of the city's drinking water supply, or 3 million gallons per day. And that's a lot of water. Oceanside Mayor Esther Sanchez said the $70 million project also created 600 new jobs. And she's excited that the Oceanside facility is a model other cities in the county are following. Tanya Thorne, KPBS News. Coming up, more seniors are seeking meal assistance. That story just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com. 
More than 14 million meals have been served to tens of thousands of San Diego's most vulnerable seniors. That's the milestone being celebrated this week by serving seniors on the 50th anniversary of the Older Americans Act. The organization relies on the act for funding and was one of its original grant recipients. Serving Senior CEO Paul Downey says over the last two years, the organization has more than doubled the number of meals that it provides. It's estimated to be about one and a half million meals this year. If there's anything that is good that has come out of the pandemic, it's the fact that many seniors realize how important these meals are to their health and well-being. And the idea is that these meals keep them healthy which keeps them at home where they want to be, and it keeps them out of the emergency room, out of hospitals, out of ICUs, and out of long-term care. Serving Seniors provides meals to low-income older adults throughout San Diego County 365 days a year. It's done either by delivery or at one of its dining halls. Author Stephen Michael Shearer will be at DJ Will's bookstore in La Jolla to discuss his new book, Glamour and Style, The Beauty of Heidi Lamar, on March 31st. This is a coffee table companion book to his biography of the classic Hollywood star. KPBS arts reporter Beth Accomando spoke with the author. In the 1938 film Algiers, Hedy Lamarr made her Hollywood film debut. She needed no words as she walked up to the camera and dazzled audiences with her flawless beauty. You call this nothing? Author Stephen Michael Shearer wrote Lamar's biography in 2010 and has now created a visual companion, Glamour and Style, The Beauty of Hedy Lamarr. The book celebrates her gorgeous appearance in extensive photos, but also looks beyond the image. The fact that she had an intelligent mind, an active, creative mind, brilliant mind, she was stifled throughout those decades because she was a woman. And not only was she a woman, but she was a beautiful woman. And beauty can, you know, it's, it's hard to juggle and compromise, even today. And how stifling and how frustrating that had to have been for her during that era not to be heard. Of all the film stars, uh, Hedy Lamarr has left us a double legacy, not only a canon of film work, but also perhaps one of the most important scientific inventions of the 20th century. That invention was a frequency-hopping, spread-spectrum communication system designed to make radio-guided torpedoes more effective. In honor of Lamar, International Inventors Day occurs on her birthday, November 9th. Shearer's book celebrates Lamar's dual legacy of brains and beauty. Beth Accomando, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. You can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. KPBS Radio and our website is where you can find live coverage of the Supreme Court nomination hearings all this week. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great Wednesday, and we'll catch you tomorrow. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team. Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I.